This is a podcast from Rover. Welcome into Rex Rural Exchange, the podcast. So good you get to hear it first here on the radio. It's great to have your company wherever you are and whatever your connection is to farming, to the land and all things rural, urban and rural. We're here at Field Days, the 54th edition. Thank you very much uh, for joining us. And, of course, uh, joining me, well, you know, pretty, still pretty new, still pretty fresh to Rex, but an old hand at the Field Days. Been here, done that, Rebecca Greaves. Bex, yeah. how are you? You're yeah, good? yeah, I'm good. I'm yeah. good. I'm glad that it's um, the sun's shining today because it was fairly wet yesterday. Oh, I tell you what, it was wet and it was quieter than the Inner Mongolian Autonomous Region. Well, did we talk about that last week with somebody, didn't we? Yes. Yeah, we did. Yeah, it, it was pretty quiet, about 16 or 17,000 throughout the first day, but hey. Yeah, well, I mean, it's the change of date, the change of time of year yeah. to be having it. Um, it was raining. It's a busy time on farm. I, I'm yeah. not really surprised. How did you get a leave pass from the Pongaroa Ponderosa at this time of the year? Yeah. What did you, you know? It, was, did... it wasn't easy. Yeah. Uh, I think my husband is, will be happy to hear that the field is going back to its normal uh, date because yep. it's our busiest time on the farm. You know, he's been up, I, I don't know, I'm still in bed and he's long gone. Um, we had a truck going yesterday, so... Yeah, you got that away? Works drafts. Yeah, yep. the truck didn't actually arrive till four o'clock, which was a bit later than it was supposed to. But, um, yeah, works lambs heading to Alliance and cull ewes, and then we're sharing replacement ewe lambs today. So he's extremely busy. He's on the handpiece today, is he, eh? Dropping down yeah. onto the long blow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good on you, Rich. Good on you. Okay, we'll get, we'll get right into the show, and we're going to kick off with our first guest here today. And of course, we caught up with him uh, earlier in the week with the great team from Findex. Of course, uh, Kane Briscoe, farm fit, and uh, one of the one of the early uh, one of the early adopters to Rex. Actually, a guest very far back as about 27, 2018, Actually, Kane, how are you? Yeah, I'm good, mate. Glad to yeah. be here. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, great to have you here. Hey, well, we caught up with you. Um, and, of course, uh, I guess the main thing for you now is obviously Farm Fit's been going a while, but uh, Tools for the Top Paddock, the new book's out. How's that going? Yeah, mate, it's been a hell of a journey, actually. Great experience writing a book, and, and I was actually really happy to get it, get the process over and done with and get it out into people's hands. So, yeah, uh, yeah I've, I've had some absolutely incredible feedback from people um, that, have, that have watched I guess I've been a part of FarmFit for a while and I've read the book and, and reached out and it's really resonated with them and, and given them a, a, a spark to start a journey of their own. Um, so it's been uh, hugely humbling and I'm, I'm incredibly proud to uh, get that out there into people's hands. Yeah, because you, 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 you know, like obviously with FarmFit and people are aware of what your journey and what you've done, but I guess that this sort of consolidates, brings it all together. Yeah, mate, I haven't often uh, talked about my own personal journey. I've, I've always put the lessons out there yep. and, and tried to inspire people to, to do things for themselves and farm better and, and be better people. So it was an opportunity for me to tell the actual story behind those lessons um, in, in a detailed way, in a different format. And, uh, yeah, it's been, it has been was a really enjoyable process for the most part. Yeah. Kane, what are the key messages with the book? You know, what can people expect when they pick up the book? What are they going to find in there? What, what will they learn? What can they take away? Yeah, they're, they're going to find... Uh it's a whole life story, so they're, they're going to find a range of lessons, whether it's uh, for their personal life, relationships, uh, you know, changing from a from a child to a teenager to an adult and going out into the real world. And I guess the the, the overall theme of, of the book is is um, trying to spark people into um, finding out their why and being true to themselves, and then from there, I guess, sparking a passion to, to look after themselves, uh, most importantly, and, and understand that... Um, you know, it all starts with them. It doesn't start with anyone else. It starts with yourself, and, and they're the maker of their own their own destiny. 
Yeah, I liked what you said last night when we were at the function about how, you know, you have to control your narrative and you have to be honest with yourself. And you said that, you know, at times you hadn't been completely honest with yourself. Um, how, how, talk us a little bit through, and I know you've probably talked about this, um, you know, publicly before, but how did your personal journey prove a catalyst to start Farm Fit and to and ultimately write a book and now you're speaking engagements and you know it's it's all kind of blown up really yeah I, I think the main thing was once I um, you know went to the bottom of the hill so to speak or found myself in a bad place and 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 got myself out of it I I started to then look around myself you know and, and look at my local community and 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 just the egg uh, community across New Zealand in particular and and just sort of thought well there's a lot of lot of other people there that are you know very similar story to me um, found, finding themselves in similar positions um, and I've found a way out of it that I think just about anyone can do and follow a similar journey um, so I, I just had a had an overwhelming urge I guess to share that and to um, um, to give people some inspiration and information on how they can go about doing it themselves um, I'm a great believer in, in there's no one coming to save you. You know, we, we often put our hand out to the government or, or, or wait for people to come and save us. But, it, you know, we've really got to build the fence ourselves at the top of the cliff rather than uh, drop down to the ambulance at the bottom. But you did have one in the ribcage, didn't you? And that was from your wife. You know, at some <laughs> point we can't fear... I think like, I, what I got from that is sometimes you actually have to push back a bit as the person who's watching from the outside mm. and go, you know... You, yep. And you, as you did, that was a real key moment for you identifying. Yeah, this is this is me. I got to I got to deal with it. You know. Yeah, and I, I think that's it's a sort of unfortunate fact of life. For the most part, we've sort of got to hit our rock bottom. Yeah. Um, and that's often the catalyst for for people to to bounce. Um, but I think it's really important before you get to that point that you've got some tools in your tool belt. Um, to, to steady yeah. yourself when you do because it's a horrible feeling hitting the yeah. bottom yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. so if you can go into that you know, sooner or later in life it's going to come so uh, a little bit of preparation for that you'll, you'll hit the bottom and uh, yeah, for me it was a it was a slap in the face and, and a wake up call to yeah. uh, to make a change. I, I noticed you use the old. Uh, you're a bit of a pugilist. You love the boxing. That was one thing that helped you really get out of the hole. Are you still do you still do a bit of boxing training, or do you still is that key to what you do? Uh, yeah, I've I've got the bag up in the garage, mate, and I've I've done a little bit. Um, I'm really interested. One of my dreams in life actually is to open a boxing gym. So uh, I have done a little bit of training and and sort of angling towards that. And I'm I'm really passionate about passing on that sport. It's not a not the most common sport in New Zealand, yeah. but I do believe there's a lot of uh, physical and mental um, benefits to doing something along those lines. So, yeah, it's something I still go and whack the bag, and it's it's just a good good stress relief. Some yeah. Days. yeah. So off the off the back of the book, where 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 are you heading? What's the next sort of one, two, three years roll out uh, for you in terms of your busy life? Yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah, there's a, there's a few. Uh, roads that life's leading down at the moment obviously still a, still an active farmer so trying to build that business and and uh, carry on down that path but uh, also really want to have more of an online presence so I, I guess I've got an online presence now but I actually want um, to be able to offer people something particularly in the physical um, fitness realm um, that they can go to and and, and follow along and, and really make that a part of their you know the start of their journey um, so like an online an online program type thing that people could yep. join and, and have a membership yeah pretty much pretty yep. much and uh, yeah I'd love to get into you know doing some uh, weekend workshops and that particularly with rural males um, I think it's really important for, for for guys to have 
have someone leading that space um, that is a farmer and um, I'm happy to uh, stick my hand out and um, get some guys along and, and, and just give them a weekend experience that'll uh, really give them a big shift in life. We're talking with Kane Briscoe, Farm Fit, and of course the new book is out, Tools for the Top Paddock. We're here at uh, Field Days. Kane, are you a Field Days regular? Uh, I'm getting more and more regular. Uh, yeah. It was something I remember doing as a kid, making the trek up from uh, the Taranaki for the day. Uh, big old car drive back then, but um, yeah. I probably had a had a big gap for about five or six years yeah. where I didn't come. But uh, the last three field days, I think I've been up, and it's really enjoy uh, connecting with other farmers now. It's, it's yeah. yeah. So there's the connectivity and everything, but there is also the the big kidness. Is there something you know? Is there oh, some yeah. particular part you go to pretty much straight away? Always go and play on the tractors, yeah. mate. Yeah. yeah. Rude not to. I can see where yeah. this was going. Hamish was just yeah. leading into the, tra- the tractors. The tractor. yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> mate. You got to you got to do it. And uh, any excuse to get off farms a good one. And when you get to uh, play on some machinery, it's even better. Yeah, a- a- absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, what do you what do you actually drive on the farm, by the way? Just uh, what track? Oh, do you, John Deere, mate. You're a John Deere man. Yeah. You're a, yeah. Okay. What do you got, Bex? We what don't. Do you, we've had oh, this oh, Bex we, doesn't we are, have a tractor. Are, See, I've got an old Massey 35 somewhere in the family. You can have. We are, <laughs> we are poor farmers that do not have a tractor. I mean, our hills are yeah, like this steep. steep. Seriously, like. Yeah. It would be nice to have one. I'm not going to lie, yeah. Yeah. but uh, it's not. It's a nice to have. It's not a must have yeah. at this point. I'm sure once we actually get one, we'll be like, "How do we do without it?" But um, our daughter would really like to have one, and she re- she gets her money box out and she reckons she's going to give Richard all her money, which is all of about thirty two dollars, um, <laughs> to buy a tractor. And she genuinely thinks that she's going to be able to buy one with her thirty two bucks. So I've had to kind of let her down gently. Yeah. Um, but that that's not enough to buy a tractor. <laughs> Kane, I'm um, just coming back to you to the. What are, can you give us a couple of like? Say somebody's like, okay, they're not at rock bottom, but they're just sort of feeling as if they might be getting the first sense of a bit of anxiety, a bit of build-up stress because you know we, there's every reason on the farm to feel that, uh, given sort of all the moving pieces at the moment. What are a couple of sort of sort of front foot pieces of advice you you would give to to sort of uh, you know to make. Well, I guess sort of not instant change, but uh, immediately you can recognise that, yeah, that makes a difference. Um, I'm a really big believer in, in, a, in a couple of things. The first one is what you put into your body, what you consume. Um, and, you know, obviously off the top of my head, <laughs> drinking water and eating nutritious yeah. food is a really good start. But also what you consume with your eyes and your ears is, mm. is something that gets overlooked a lot. Yeah. Uh, particularly Ooh. this, I like this oh, day and hold age. Hold on, let's yeah, write yeah. that down in the quote file. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Particularly this day and age with you know yeah. our phones and the, and the you know you, you know what the TV news is like nowadays. Yeah. Uh, it's really easy to get sucked into a negative uh, thought pattern with that. Mm. Um, you see other people succeeding in life on social media all the time. That can make you feel pretty bloody rubbish. So it's really important to watch you know who you're surrounding yourself with, who you're listening to, what you're watching is is super important. Um, but also. I'm a really big fan of learning how to breathe properly. Um, so, so stopping and breathing was a really big lesson for me that I actually started with boxing, learning how to breathe properly. Um, and I took that through into farming and, and general life. And it's it's something we don't think about at all, but it's the it's the first thing that will kill us if we stop breathing. So it's quite important to the old human body. That is quite key, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So what is that? Is that like you actually just... Stopping and filling up the lungs slowly, and then yeah, there's a, there's a lot of different methods um, you can use. Obviously, Wim Hof is is the one that's recognised. I guess Wim Hof. Uh, he's the guy that gets in the yeah the ice man. The ice man. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he's got a lot of good stuff if if you're wanting to to start uh, a bit of a breathing journey. But it's a great way to calm anxiety and stress. 
uh, brings you back into the present. There's a lot of different techniques you can use um, and it's just about experimenting with one that calms you down um, and it, it is actually really a if you breathe correctly through your nose, you're using your diaphragm all the time, all day with everything you do, it does actually make a difference to your physical and mental health. Bre- breathing through your nose, that's it as a taper. I mean, I've had the advice if I ever, you know, and, and um, I've been on a bit of a journey. I'm down about 10 kgs, and you wouldn't, the things that have changed are feeling better, the energy after lunch with the better nutrition, the better sleeping, less snoring. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not getting the... All night, you know, it's sort of so. Yeah, no, I've got a long way to go, but gee, it's good when you do get on the journey, you start to feel a bit better. Um, but that breathing one, they talk about how you should set your pulse at about um, your, your fit, your, you know, your pulse meter at about ninety. The minute it goes over, stop. If you're mm. breathing through, and just keep going and going and going, until one day you're flat out and your heart still only going at ninety. I mean, there's so yeah. many, yeah, so many great techniques to find out. And absolutely, I, yeah. I noticed that when I was training for a marathon, was um, learning to run and, and breathe solely through my nose. And yeah. the, the difference it made to my uh, heart rate when I was yeah. running was yeah. quite incredible. Like it, it really does make yeah. a difference. Fantastic, Kano. Thank you for joining us. Um, uh, yeah, great to catch up as we did with you at the Findex uh, event as well, the good team from Findex. And uh, we're going to leave you now to go and uh, enjoy the rest of the day here at the field days. The sun is out on the, of course, you're listening to us on Saturday morning, but of course, uh, smoke and mirrors. It's actually Thursday uh, as we speak to you and looking pretty good here at the field days. The numbers, I think they're going to be pretty good. I got yeah. one last question for yeah. Kane. If, if the listeners want to get hold of the book, where, where can they buy it? Where do they go? Yep, so it should be in any good bookshop. If they don't have it, they're not a good bookshop. So uh, <laughs> yeah. Paper Plus book calls in the warehouse should have it. But you can also uh, go to my online shop, www.farmfitnzshop.com, and I'll have it there for sale as well. Uh, I can even get you a signed copy if you go down that route. You have, you have T-shirts oh, on those? I'm a T-shirt fiend, so I might go. Yeah, mate, yeah, got yeah, T-shirts yeah. and hoodies as well, yeah, and, yeah. and uh, looking at expanding the uh, clothing range as well. And I can say, if you want some good inspiration and a bit of a kick up the butt, you can go and um, have a look at Kane's Instagram what are you page. Trying to say, Bex? This, yeah. is not, this is not aimed at anyone, <laughs> Hamish. This okay. is for everyone who's listening. Good, good, thank you. You know, but um, I enjoy I enjoy Kane's Instagram account, the Farm Fit account, because I feel like he just yep. keeps it real and it's um, it's relatable, which I like. Yeah, there we go. That's Kane Briscoe, Farm Fit. This is the Rex Field Day Special.